and welcome back to the Mindful Student podcast. So in today's podcast, we're going to be going through how and why we created the Mindful Student podcast. In case some of you guys aren't aware, me and Emma have never actually met in person. So there is a little bit of a story that you guys might be interested in about how this podcast became about. But then also why? Because like all great businesses, this podcast started with a clear why and a clear purpose to help as many university students as possible to improve their well-being. So we're going to be exploring this purpose a little bit more in today's podcast, but then also talk about our ambitions going forward and how this podcast can hopefully be a catalyst for greater change within society and within the university system as well. So I really hope you enjoy. So we mentioned in a previous episode that Shannon and I haven't met each other and yet we have created this podcast and slowly the Mindful Student community and we thought it'd be really interesting just to sort of delve into, yeah, like Shannon said, like why we created this podcast and the vision I guess that we have for this podcast going forward so Shannon reached out to me so maybe Shannon do you want to start with your story? Yeah so for my final assignment I had to write about how I would activate my dissertation in real life and my dissertation was all about spreading the benefits of meditation to as many people as possible. So for 4,000 words I wrote about how I would create a podcast to spread the benefits of meditation to improve the issues in society. And then when I graduated from university, I thought, why not do this? Like, I've wrote about it, why not do it in real life? And one thing that's come out for me, having listened to podcasts for many, many years, is that a lot of very, very successful businesses always start as a pair because there's more energy behind it and it's easier to stay consistent. So I wanted to create this podcast with somebody else, but nobody that is my age is that I'm friends with is into meditation, well-being and self-improvement. So I really wanted to meet someone to create a podcast with, but I couldn't find anyone. So I went on to my family group chat and I said, hey, does anybody want to create a podcast with me? And then my little sister, Emma, got back to me and said that she'd be willing to do the social media if I could do the content. So I got a piece of paper out and I basically wrote down, I create a successful podcast with Emma and I basically just stuck it on my bedroom wall. And then a few days later, I had a catch-up call with this guy called Trayton, who I did a leadership and life coaching course with in my final year. And it was a very short conversation. It was around 15 minutes because Trayton was on his way to get fish and chips. And then randomly at the end of the conversation, he said, I really feel like you'd get on with my daughter's friend, Emma. So... I reached out to Emma and we had a conversation a few days later and on the phone I realised that we lived quite far apart so randomly at the end of the conversation I said hey Emma do you want to create a podcast and 
she said well I'll get back to you and then the next day she came back to me with a list of ideas and I was just so excited by all her ideas and from then on we've created this podcast together and it's just been very very effortless that's so funny though that it's like what what are the chances that we obviously have the same name um and I guess from my point of view as well it was really funny because I I don't know if I've said this to you either Shannon but I was at the pub with my friends and Trayton messaged me and he said oh I hope like this is okay but I've um shared your details with this girl called Shannon and I was like okay like I was like what's going on kind of thing um in like a good I was like you know this is nice and then I got your message and you wrote this really lovely message introducing yourself and I was like wow like this girl is really cool and I was a bit like oh I just thought we'd connect and go from there and I thought like you said that we might be local and yeah and then we had this phone call and you said do you want to create a podcast yeah like it was effortless it was just so we're so on the same page about things and creating this kind of brand it was quite easy I would say I mean our name and our logo we did together and yeah here we are yeah and I think that's why we work really well is because we're very open to each other's ideas and like when we were creating the logo and the name like we were so like open to each other's ideas like there didn't feel like that much resistance here and but there was so much effort that did go into it though so even though it was effortless we probably have like a 30 page document on notion just mapping out ideas and our intent for the podcast and why we wanted to create it and who we wanted to help and our target audience and social media so there's a lot a lot of thought that has actually gone into this podcast and I think that's why it's going to be sustainable going forward because we spent a few months just putting in the groundwork but it was really fun to do you know this isn't to sort of to our own horn there is a lot of work that goes into a podcast and one of the first things that we said together was that we wanted to hit a certain number of episodes because a lot of podcasts don't reach that mark and obviously we wanted to do that because we want this podcast to be sustainable and to carry on but it was just a bit of a sort of target for us it's like we can't give up on this because we know from some of the feedback that we've had that this podcast has the potential to be really impactful um, and not just for students we've had people message us who are our parents age or older and yeah it's just amazing the kind of audience that we are reaching already and, and I really hope that we can like continue to do that. going back to your point if we get past 21 episodes this podcast is in the top 1% of podcasts because most podcasts fail with consistency and my strength in life is consistency and sustainability so if this podcast can consistently help people and consistently inspire productive action then this podcast is a success because the why of this podcast was to help one person so if we can continually just help you 
honestly, this will just fill us with so much joy and that's enough energy for us to consistently just keep creating podcasts. But if I'm gonna be really ambitious, if this podcast continuously grows, I would love to be in a position one day where the podcast has grown so much that we're able to talk to universities and talk about the importance of having a mindful student policy or having well-being practices because I've gone through university and I'm not ignorant to what goes on and it is a very challenging time and the same goes out to the workplace as well that the priority right now unfortunately it's not on well-being it's a lot on just treating people as tools to get somewhere and it's on profit and growth and all of that's really important but our well-being needs to start taking priority in society and I think that's why our podcast has resonated with people from all age categories because we're all students in life we're all continuously learning and we're all wanting to improve our well-being I also what I really like about this podcast is the fact that you're recently graduated so you have this amazing perspective of like hindsight of looking back at uni and for me like I'm in final year so I do have hindsight of my first three years at uni but I'm also living it as well so it's this amazing like difference in perspectives but equally we're very much on the same page and another thing that I wanted to say as well is that yeah we're both still learning of course you know we're always learning about how we can like better ourselves and how we can like improve our mental health and I've seen students firsthand like really struggle with looking after themselves and like knowing what to do when they're in a bad place and I think uh, we've touched on this before but like both of us have learned how to deal with that and it's amazing to be able to share these these tools and like how we deal with certain situations because I think a lot of students are still trying to figure it out and that's completely fine um it's just nice like from our position to be able to to share these tips yeah so I'm very lucky to say that university was genuinely the best four years of my life and it's because I grew so much inwardly through building my own well-being toolkit and that's what this podcast is about it's about sharing actionable well-being advice which can hopefully raise your vibe too and raise your frequency and help you to be a little bit more optimistic but I had always viewed the well-being practices at universities with rose-tinted glasses because of all the support I had received but in my final semester my view on this changed when one of my friends passed away and I saw how the university reacted to me and my friendship group and we were all forced to power on without any adjustments or extensions and this really changed how I viewed the university well-being system and I really realised that things need to change, there needs to be more resources, more support and the priorities need to change too. We should be prioritising students' mental health and well-being above anything else because ultimately, if we don't have our mental health and well-being, there's little point in anything else, to be honest. 
because that is so important like your relationship with yourself is going to determine how your life goes not whether you get a first a two one it's that relationship with yourself for a lot of my life I didn't use my voice and now I have grown so much as a person that I want to start using my voice to speak about the fact that universities really need to improve their well-being practices and help young people. I was just reflecting just then about universities' duty of care and the mental health crisis that's going on amongst university students. And, you know, I don't know about your uni, but my uni has about 40,000 students. That's 40,000 people who might struggle, like everyone struggles with their mental health at some point. Obviously, the university is there to help you. But if you have some tools yourself that you've learned over your own struggles, then I think that can be really valuable. A lot of it isn't spoken about. There's quite a lot of topics that we want to do on this podcast. Like I did actually record one on sexual health, but it didn't turn out that well. So we're going to do that in the future. But things like sexual health, things like financial well-being, all these things that aren't put on the curriculum, we're going to be doing them in this podcast and you can use this podcast as a complement to that. But eventually, I want to see these things being taught in schools. It shouldn't all be up to the individual all the time. I think we live in a society where university is so much about the individual. It's about your well-being is only good if you take priority in that yourself. It's not easy to do it in society necessarily so I just want to see this normalized more and make it a little bit easier for people. I think that really rounds up our sort of aim for this podcast is we want to normalize the struggles that university students feel and we want to provide lots of advice and actionable takeaways from each episode which hopefully you know if you're Listening to this podcast, I know some of my friends have said that they listen to it when they go like food shopping or when they're walking somewhere. You know, even if we make like a tiny difference in your day, we've done something good and got to keep reminding ourselves that as we as we take on this podcast journey and, you know, the fact that we've literally started from absolutely nothing and we still haven't met each other, but I can't wait until the day when we do. <laughs> um Honestly, I'm I'm like podcasting right now from my suitcase. I'm not a backpacker because I'm traveling right now. I've got a suitcase and I'm I'm traveling with my mic in my suitcase. But one day, me and Emma will be doing these in person. We have the mindful student, <laughs> have the mindful student studio, and it will be a thing. And it's all about helping you guys. And if there's any topic that you want us to talk about, you can let us know. Or if there's a if there's an issue that you see at your university that you want us to be aware of let us know that as well because like I said I want to start working with the universities as well I want to be informing the well-being policies because I want things to improve for everyone so that's the mindful student we're all about delivering small steps in self-development because we just want to improve the life of one individual and just help you to become one percent better each day so I think that wraps up today's podcast so an actionable takeaway for you besides rating and following this podcast is that if you do have a goal or an ambition and you're putting off making that happen how about writing down the next three actions that you can take 
Because like I said in today's podcast, I wrote down the goal of having a podcast, but then I also wrote down the next reactions that I was going to have to take to make that possible. So maybe just reflect in your own life and see what you can bring into fruition because guys, anything is possible if you put your mind to it. So I'm wishing you loads of health and happiness in your small step in self-development this week.